If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Welcome to the Resident Evil Lorecast, the podcast that will explore the various mediums and lore of the Resident Evil franchise, such as the video games, movies, novels, and more. And here are your hosts, Ariel, Daniel, and Aaron. Something that might interest you. <laughs> well, welcome back to the Resident Evil Lorecast. I'm your host, Aaron. And joining me, as always, is uh, Daniel. Bye there. And uh, just Ariel. Yep. Gosh, I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, you can get different hosts if you want to. I mean, I could probably replace the homeless guy, but... Okay, so me and Daniel will run the show then. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, other than you two, uh, we ha- we do have some uh, other people with us. Yeah, they just showed up randomly. They didn't. No, we invited them. They're our patrons. <laughs> we have Naked Mango. Diggy diggy hole. <laughs> we have uh, Pumpkin King. What's up? We have Lord Salazar. Mr. Kennedy. And we have uh, the Seven Blades. <laughs> or the Blades of Seven. I mean, I don't... Either one, I guess, would work. <laughs> I have so many iterations of Seven. <laughs> but we are here to do a patron chat episode. And we are going to talk about whatever the patrons want to talk about. Because that's how we roll. Let's say, you know, whatever you want to talk about, you know, you don't talk yeah. about the color of the sky. Uh, okay, I guess, Resident but Evil we're here to talk about Resident Evil, but <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about Resident Evil. So whatever the patrons can come up with. So uh, we're going to start this, uh, this bad boy off with uh, uh, the, none other than the naked of the mangoes. All right. First question. Uh, what is Resident Evil? Well, you see. When a mommy T-virus and a daddy T-virus love each other very much, they go on a murder spree. <laughs> a resident. Oh, 
the T-Virus? I don't know. I'm pretty it's sure so it's lovely. just when a villain resides in a house. <laughs> and the when, it, when one mad scientist and another eat in a laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> There's one. a question for you. Uh, I don't think any of them were mad scientists. Oh, they were mad, all right, but they just... They just I, oh, I, th- I think they were just scientists. They're mad they I, I don't they think were... there was much science going on. I think they just kind of took one beaker and put it with another beaker. That's my beaker. <laughs> is, is this kind of like how Reese's Pieces or Reese's Peanut like, Butter Cups no are made? Like, so like, they, they just kind of grabbed one and went, eh, dumb. <laughs> Got my chocolate and my I mean, peanut butter. I understand the whole they weren't mad scientists. They just had zero it's, uh, I... <laughs> okay, okay. What if what if it was just somebody that just gave in to their intrusive thoughts? Like they're like, What what would happen if I put that beaker and I just threw it at somebody? <laughs> and they just did it. I feel like it was more than intrusive thoughts. I feel like there was a lot of planning. <laughs> well what, most of them either country. just really liked money or uh they they didn't know what was happening. Umbrella lied like a lot. Because of their god well, king. They, they probably lied so much that it just kind of became like, wait a minute, is this the truth or is this a lie? Even I don't remember. Well, you couldn't necessarily say that... Yep. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. I couldn't necessarily say that neither. of them mostly innocent since there were so many journals throughout the games that are describing the scientists finding out what they're doing, continuing on either way or trying to get out. Uh, and then very shortly dying. Oh, yep. we have weird circumstances. It's, it's, I don't know. I mean, Louis, Louis, uh, Louis lasted a while, but still died. But I mean, he made it a while. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, the only mad scientist I have, I have, like, I personally think was truly mad was, um, I cannot remember his name, but he was from the book series, Rebecca's story right after. One or zero. It's been a while. You talking about in the Caliban Cove? Yes, that guy. Because he he lost his fucking mind and started going ham with everybody. He he was throwing hands left and right. He was convinced he was right and he could create world peace by domination. That isn't that a mm. lot of them. Nicholas Griffith. I mean, I'm pretty sure Wesker was considered a scientist, and I mean, he kind of ended up being pretty mad. Yeah, but by the time he was mad, he wasn't a scientist. It was a guy that paid other people to so say it. Only takes, it, only takes, it, it only takes so much for a guy to start screaming Uroboros like he, like it's an STD. <laughs> well, Wesker, not a scientist, because uh, you do find the uh, slide in the first game where he was the uh, team in the first game. I think so. Well, Wesker's been a scientist from the get-go. Because in yeah, Zero, no, you see I'll, him... All I was saying was that... Uh, at a certain point, he quit doing the science. Oh, yeah. He, he called himself True. a scientist. But he never actually did anything. He just used other people's resources. I can't argue with that. This is my now. I like the way that looks. I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is going to this is good. This analogy or comparison is going to make me feel bad, but it's kind of true. Uh, towards the end, Albert Wesker was a scientist the way that editors work in books. <laughs> I edited that. Did you? Though? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or speechwriters? 
yeah. like not speechwriters, but the people who say the speeches and they just take credit for yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I wrote that. No, no, you didn't. I literally spent three hours writing that speech. <laughs> who are you? It's like being a ghostwriter. <laughs> oh my god! It's like being a ghostwriter, except you end up dead. <laughs> yeah. This whole topic. Way, way to, way to bust out the intro here. Mego just you know it's crazy is I didn't plan that I had I had no idea what the the topic was I just thought about that <laughs> I told you I, I'll 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 talk about anything I don't care <laughs> I'm playing Power Washer Simulator <laughs> <laughs> it's an addicting game it scratches my tism so hard <laughs> oh my god it even says you're playing Power Wash Simulator in Discord. <laughs> they need they need they need to add a mission they need to add like one of those segments like how they made the SpongeBob and the Lara Croft, but it needs to be Nest. Where you're just you know, power washing Nest. Oh my God. Do you know what the next one is? They already announced what it. What is the next one? It's forty K. Oh god. oh that's right. I, I don't know how that. <laughs> this don't just know became the power wash the 40K lore cast. I we gotta really bring it hope is the bloody chest piece chess pieces of the studies will be still wearing so all right well we'll bring it back to resident evil now <laughs> yeah. yeah all right pumpkin king what do you got I was, so i was uh what came to my mind and it kept just popping up and i was like who would i fan cast in my own resident evil movie and the only character i could come up with somebody for was wesker and that would be uh Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander at the moment in The Boys. That's it. And uh, I see. I could, the reason I say that is because like he 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 brings like that seriousness when when Wesker is serious, and then the insane of when Wesker goes, you know, just absolutely bonkers. I would love to hear what you guys would think of if you have any ideas for. Who you would cast? Because Wesker was the only one that could come to mind for me. I don't know actors, so I cannot play this game. Paul Rudd. No. <laughs> Paul, Paul Rudd. As Leon Kennedy. Yeah, no. my cast. Nailed no. it. No. Why not? Why look? look. I don't. He, Paul Rudd. I can't see doing that. He he's he, he's already proved himself as an action. People cast him in action movies. He's got the dry humor from Leon. That's really that's all Leon is. Is looks and <laughs> funny. So, <laughs> oh my god, that's it. He just looks funny. Oh my gosh. Hey, I know who could who could play any Resident Evil role. What actor could play any of them? Oh boy, Ryan Reynolds. Nope, Nicolas Cage. I was gonna say Nicolas Cage. <laughs> He knew better. Imagine Nicholas Cage is fucking Chris. Could have to play <laughs> this rap. So, all right. So, I'm gonna broaden the spectrum here. Okay. So, we're starting off okay. with Wesker. Let's let's cast a movie for RE1. Okay. So, okay. Ariel, who do you think would be a good Wesker? The same. Okay. I, if you want to do this, let's go to the different people in the game because for Chris. Like the one good thing I think of Welcome to Raccoon City is from probably Emil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did do a, he did do a very good job. Okay, yeah. I mean, all the actors and actresses did well, but like look wise, 
I think he'd be a great Chris. Okay. All right. Who would you pick for a Jill? I'd say uh, keep uh, Sienna. Played her in the uh, Paul W.S. Anderson Sienna. Yeah, I Okay. I would All right. Okay. You got any thoughts on this, Daniel? I told you my thoughts. Nicholas Cage. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay, I got this. Okay, Daniel, who would you cast for Rebecca? Oh. I have to look at a bunch of actresses with shorter hair. I, okay. This is a... Haircuts exist. This one's kind of a <laughs> yeah. shot in the dark with everything. Ruby Rose. No, I don't. I don't. Wouldn't see her as Rebecca. I think the girl that played Kmart would do a better Rebecca than Ruby Rose would. Miley Ruby Cyrus Rose strikes me more of uh, what's her face from the first Paul Anderson. Well, they movie. were in. They were in the last Paul Anderson movie. <laughs> Let's see here. I They're cannot, in the, they were in Final Chapter. I could not. I cannot for the life of me remember anything about the final chapter. Yeah, Ruby Rose oh, died you. in the fan blade. Uh, you might not like this, um, but I think Emma Watson might be able to do a good Rebecca Chambers. I heard. I swear up and down, he just said Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> Aaron I would I do exactly that best zombie. Every single zombie. There's a song about him. Murder or um, cannibal. Kyle LaBeouf. Oh my god. <laughs> no, look Every at time. Look at look at her face. Okay, you could also like... do Well yeah, but who did you say? Uh I said Emma Watson. Yeah. So at first I thought you meant Emma Stone because she was in the list I was mm. looking at. No, Emma Watson has the face for it. I could also see Sammy Gale from uh Blue Bloods. I could see her doing a nice Rebecca. Oh. She could what about Emma, Emma Stone for Claire? Emma Stone. Okay. I don't I don't think so. Because, <laughs> you know, I've never seen what? her. I've never seen her be anything other than like that girl. <laughs> I, don't think, well, I don't think she can pull uh, off. Claire? You don't, I don't think Emma Stone can pull off Claire? Have you ever seen Zombieland? Yeah, and she played that girl with a gun. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> she kind of did. I, I have I don't to think, give you points on that I don't think Emma one. Stone can do more than three push-ups. <laughs> uh, Claire could, like, backflip off. I, I have very high, like, regards for Claire. High expectations. Yeah, so, like, oh Emma Stone just being like... I don't know. I just, I, I just don't see it. All right. Here's the big question, Ariel. What? Who would you cast as Leon? Leon. Oh my god. Just the whole the CGI, the whole just thing. CGI, the whole <laughs> <Yes>. thing. <laughs> Get Matt Mercer on that to live. <laughs> Cut his hair. <laughs> um. Let's see. I don't know. I don't know a lot of actors. Let me just kind of. Not a loss here. Do what uh, do what uh, Daniel's doing. Just start googling actors. Uh, I already <laughs> know who I'd cast as Hunk. Hunk could be anybody. 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 I would he cast Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles. Okay. Yeah. I would also so, for. I, I could ahead. also cast him as like older Chris though. 
Yeah. So here, here's my hot take. I don't think he's that good of an actor. I think he's popular right now. <laughs> I, I don't see him. Like, I don't think he's a bad actor, but people keep putting him in shit and he does okay in all of them. Yeah, but the thing is, like, if you look at how he was in Supernatural, this is why I say Jensen Ackles. Because... It's the rough, tough, not giving a shit kind yeah, of... He, yeah, when he has the rough, tough, not giving a shit characters, I can see him pulling it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I also find him attractive, so... Who cares? He wears a mask the whole damn time. <laughs> Hunk also Hunk also says in the entire series a total. Oh. Wait, does does Hunk even say anything in the entire series? Oh, yeah, he talks yeah. all the time. All the time. Hunk? All the time. Does he talks really? all the time. He has I a ton of no idea. I mean, he's just not yeah. in the series very often. Okay, I got it. Who are you casting for Tofu? Uh, for who? Who? Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> tofu. Ryan Reynolds is Tofu. tofu. Ryan Reynolds. Done. Next question. Everybody here at Tables Agreeance, Ryan Reynolds is Tofu. Well, all right. So we've spent quite a bit of time on talking about who we'd cast for these movies. So it was a uh, decent topic. It was a decent it was a decent topic. It was a nice one. Uh so uh Lord Salazar, what do you have? <clears throat> I hope it doesn't get too spoiler because it's mainly concerning the villain. I noticed that the villains all seem to have really almost similar motivations in almost all the Resident Evil stuff. I must kill all or most of the people to save some of the people. Yeah, that seems to be almost everybody's motivation. <laughs> is, I mean, is, I'm, I'm, I mean, Mother Miranda just wanted her daughter back. <laughs> So they're like, okay, Wesker, Wesker literally called himself a god at one point. Lady B, she was, everybody just to create daughters. I have a few, she basically killed like half the village to create her, but all these things just to try to get basically 30 lives. But it's not like the entirety of the world, like most of the other characters. It's just that one village and all she's trying to do is get her daughter back. And the most of the others are like, I'm going to kill the entire world just because I want to. Towards the end, she started to get that way. When she unleashed the my seat, it started getting like she was starting in the village, but she was definitely like going to spread. And but yeah, her main goal. But then again, it was that was supposed to be, even though it was after a lot of the other things, the story wise, it was leaning more towards a prequel because it was she had been going she had been going about her business in this little village since before the Spencer Mansion incident yeah long before the Spencer yeah. Mansion there's like I'm trying to think of it there's one villain that I feel like started off with good intentions and then it just kind of derailed from there um uh Birkin no, Birkins was always yeah. Birkin was always a dick. <laughs> it was uh, Birkin just wanted everybody to think he was smart. That was pretty much his whole deal. Uh, oh, okay, no, I know who I'm thinking. I know, of. I know what you're talking about. I know who I'm thinking of. It's not a villain. He was portrayed as a villain. It was from Vendetta. 
It was the mm. school teacher from Vendetta. He was portrayed at the beginning of it as a terrorist. Or no, it wasn't wasn't Vendetta. It was uh, not Vendetta. It was um, Damnation. Damnation. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. I was like, yeah, no, never mind. He's not a villain. I'm going to shut up and go back to my chair. <laughs> I mean, would you consider Krauser that way? No, Krauser was kind of a dick. I mean, he was a dick, but yeah, I get that. But like, he he was a good guy in one game, and then in between, he got screwed over by his own government and decided, "Fuck it, I'm gonna screw them over." Oh, but that's the thing. Krauser's uh, never been the good guy. Unleash the virus to expose the the government. Yeah, Krauser's another one. Sacrifice. Gonna help send Emily Ashley back. Yeah, Krauser. He was a dick to Leon even when they worked together. It's all in the backstories and stuff. Yeah. A dick. Any man who just gets mad because somebody's slightly better than him. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad your government left you. I'm just like imagining Krauser getting upset because somebody got like a better sandwich than he did. And he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. Give me give me that sandwich. I'm gonna kill you if you don't give me that sandwich. Oh my god! I, I think, honestly, if we boil it down for all the villains in the RE series, there's not really any other way you could play a villain. I mean, okay, I take it back. We have had a villain that was not about sacrificing the many for the few. It was in. Uh, he injected himself with the G virus to prove what was happening. It was the movie uh, Curtis. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Curtis is the only one who hasn't sacrificed multiple people in his pursuit. Technically, the only well, he did end up killing people, but the only one he really affected was himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Yeah, he didn't infect anybody else, but becoming a BOW, you're gonna kill people. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so she beat me there too. Again. Wasn't the villain from I think Damnation the one with Krauser? He he didn't kill many for the few. He just wanted power. Am I wrong on that? Because he was just a dictator, wasn't he? He was just some guy. There was a whole subplot about his wife and his daughter and all that shit, but that didn't like his goal had nothing to do with that. Am I wrong on that? Yeah, sorry. I was stuck on damnation for some reason. <laughs> what was the T what was that like four episode TV show? Infinite Darkness. Infinite Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> Like the evil fear. fear. Plot armor. Fear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I think I think he fits the bill for another one that didn't really do anything to anybody else but himself. Jason? Jason. No. No. You yeah, wish. He, he would have lived if he was Jason Momoa. <laughs> Jason, Jason Momoa. This, this going back, this just clicked. Jason Momoa, I think, would make a good berry. <laughs> Papa Momoa. 
Did you say Nick Offerman? <laughs> oh no, I feel like Adam Sandler for Barry. No, no, <laughs> I'm shooting I, that one down. He could be like a Brad Vickers. I had to, to, yeah, I had to stop myself from insulting you. That was. <laughs> I did that. On, I did that as a joke for a reason. <laughs> it's too late. It's been. Sad. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, I think that's where we're gonna go ahead and take a mid break. When we come back. You say what? What'd you say, Mango? Oh, I, was, I, I was making funny. I was like, I need a break from this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we come back, we'll continue with Seven Blades, and then it's a free for all. It's always a free for all. It's always free-for-all. everybody <laughs> screaming over each other. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, here we are in the middle of the show. Hey, Daniel, can you get Ariel to do that thing? No, because if she doesn't listen to you, why would she even listen to me? I feel like I would listen to Daniel more than I would listen to Aaron. <laughs> that is a burn on Aaron. Burn! <laughs> can you do the thing? No. Okay. You were just a dick to me, and then you're like, oh, <laughs> That was not a dick. Anyway. Son of a... <laughs> oh. So we're in the middle of the show, Ariel. What do we do first? Say it's awful middle. Okay, and what do we do second? Um, give you a hard time. Third? Yeah. Fourth? Sigh. <sighs> and then we thank our patrons. Thank you. <laughs> So, we have to thank our patrons. Our VIP patrons, like Oracle, Cerberus91, Chris Slate, Dadog47, Glenn Meeks, Jay Zoobs, Jeremy Kelly, Lord Salazar, who is here with us, Mystery Bemo, Naked Mango, who is also here with us. Progressively nakeder. <laughs> <laughs> I popped the lenses out of my sunglasses. Uh, oh, oh, shit. It's getting real hot in here. <laughs> Our other VIP patrons, Star Power Bitches, The Compound, The Pumpkin King, who's also here, uh, The Seven Sins, who's here, Mr. Seven Blades, <laughs> yes. William Jackson. And then we have to thank our all-access patrons, Antique to Gen Z, Donnie Shanks, Edward Parks, Remington Cloutier, Quattro Hawkes, Paul Murphy, R- oh, nope, I skipped it again. And then we have to thank our official patrons, Quattro Hawkes, Paul Murphy, Brian Black, Santa P72, and... Some random guy. Some random guy. <laughs> So thank you to our patrons. You're awesome. You're amazing. We love you. And uh, you make sure that we can keep doing this thing because uh, it costs money to do this. <laughs> it's it's not cheap. <laughs> thank you, patrons. We do greatly appreciate it. And thank you, listeners, because without you, we wouldn't have a show. All facts. All true. Hashtag fact check. Anyway, (laughs) so 
We got to the part of the show where we bring shit and we show you shit and we go, yeah, that's some cool shit. So, Ariel, do you want to go first? Oh, me? Yeah. Well, I read an article. <gasps> I can't read. You're going to have to read for me. I can't read. <laughs> so anyways, this comes from the Metro Entertainment and the title is Resident Evil 9 will be out in 2025. Claims survival or insider. Oh? So, the respected survival horror insider, Dusk Gollum, who correctly predicted the recent Clock Tower announcement, claims he knows Capcom's plans right up until 2029. He's not saying what any of those games are, but he is the source for the 2025 release date and 2024 reveal for Resident Evil 9. So, Thus Gone is predicting that next year that the reveal will be for Resident Evil 9. And it will come out in 2025. Okay. So, I'm hoping this is true. And we will get a reveal soon. Like, I know this is July, but, you know, six or so months. I feel like that's a bit of a lengthy time, though, between releases. Good. He was also saying about how next year, thinking Monster Hunter 2 is getting released. Yeah, but I want another Resident Evil. Not another Monster Hunter. You say this while you're on Resident Evil, but... Dino Crisis. Dino, Dino Crisis. <laughs> Let's I go. Now. I want it now. Make Dino Crisis canon to Resident Evil Universe. There, I said it. Or remake it. <laughs> Dino versus zombie. Done. Oh my god. Dino zombies. Dino zombies. Dino's there you go. <laughs> I mean, did we technically get that in six? Mm, he's not wrong. <laughs> There you go. Boom. That made Dino Crisis canon. Go play Dino Crisis. <laughs> uh, so, Daniel, what'd you bring? Well, first, I have to ask a question. Oh, God. Have you ever wanted to dress like Clara Redfield from Welcome to Raccoon City? I can't say that I Every have. Every day of my life. <laughs> well, then, Mango, you are in luck because I have found a jacket just for you. Oh, no. On the website Jacketars, yeah, it's Jacketars. Jacketars, that's what it is. <laughs> you get the Resident Evil Claire Redfield jacket. Right now, it's on sale. It's thirty-four percent off. Sorry, thirty-six percent off. Let me get the extra two percent there. Normally, it runs two hundred forty-nine dollars. It is currently one hundred fifty-nine dollars. Ships worldwide. I believe there's probably going to be a shipping cost in there. There's no reviews on it, so it must be a newer release. But it is the Resident Evil Claire Redfield jacket, the red one from Welcome Raccoon City. And even, I believe, that's actually the picture of Claire Redfield from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't even get their own model to model it. They just were like, here, we'll just take this. But it does come in both genders, and it looks like it runs anywhere from 2XS, so super small, to 4XL. And the price does not change as far as I can tell. And there's 49 in stock. So buy them now. <laughs> get them while they're hot. Especially get one for Mango so he can dress as Claire Redfield every day that he wants to. Yes. As long as it comes, long as it comes with dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to have to provide that yourself, Mango. 
That's not included. Ask may not be included. Oh, God. You say it real fast and real low so the people can't hear you. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, with that being said, Mango, what do you got? Oh, you can't guess. Uh, Is it more love letters from Leon? Uh, Well, it has been requested a lot. Uh, this one's this one's not too crazy. Uh, I just want people to wake up to it. Oh my god! <laughs> no. This is a this is a Resident Evil Village figure baby unborn. Uh, it's in it's like half oh. the title's in like half English, half Spanish. So it, it's the it's the baby fetus statue. <laughs> it's no. five hundred. It's five hundred dollars on the dot. Ariel. <laughs> Uh, it is handmade, apparently, <laughs> width of 18 centimeters, height of 17 centimeters. Oh, God. That's gross. That's horrifying. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can hear it. Favorite part from village. Yeah, as long as it doesn't make that, like, the baby noise from village, yeah. we're good. I can hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! <laughs> that demonic voice. Oh, so gross. So gross. <laughs> oh my gosh. I put this on Etsy too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, nope. Not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for haunting my nightmares once again. <laughs> it is all I ever tried to do. Uh-huh. Well, Pumpkin King, what'd you bring? What you got? So I found what I thought was really funny, especially with Barbie now right now that now out this movie. I found a throw pillow, and it's got a picture of of Resident Evil Two re- remake and Leon Kennedy in his full police attire. It's a throw pillow. It's a purple throw pillow. You get it in was it, it's sixteen by sixteen or eighteen by eighteen, and it's just Leon Kennedy with the bright pink wording of. Baby girl in front of it. Do you have a link and for this? So, I gotta see this. It's yeah, give me a moment. Yeah, it is on red it is on red bubble. Give me a second, sending that to come on, paste. And, oh my god. <laughs> and it is at a price of twenty seventy one. It's even, it's even got a really silly price on it. Yep, that is next level. You can get it and in t-shirts. I, I feel it is totally fitting with this finding this with Barbie just coming out. It's a mouse pad for you too, Ariel. <laughs> you can get it in all kinds of different things. Uh, no, why is it twice? <laughs> <laughs> well, why, why, baby girl? Oh, uh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron, get a wife. They, they have it in a wife beater. You can get it on the wife beater, Aaron. <laughs> no, you just I'm, missed the perfect opportunity to pull up mine again. Whenever she was like, turn to uh, turn the screen again, please. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I was I literally was just, this was earlier today I was like I need to find something weird and I was like that's kind of weird and pretty funny 
Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> Oh, that show two nightmares out of my mind here, Lord Salazar. Please save me. What'd you bring? So, uh, hopefully I don't butcher the name of it, but on Etsy from uh, Sukaban Sweetie Shop, uh, if, you, if you've ever thought, man, I really enjoyed the look of the merchant uh, neck mask gator, whatever the hell you want to call it, they have the... Uh, 2005 and the remake version of his mask that you can buy uh, on sale right now for $26.95 and it sits free in the United States. Huh. Cool like the, okay. The okay. remake is yeah, cause it's weird because you wouldn't think there was that much of a difference in the design. But yeah, there's like the the original has just kind of lines, and then the new one, I don't I don't know how you would describe it. It looks like they kind of like went a little bit more wider with the white lines and gave it an actual design, so to speak, in the new 2023 remake. And in the old one, it just kind of just just weird lines everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Be quick, there's only four and four left. Be, be quick, hurry up. <laughs> All right, so yeah. that's not a thing of nightmares anymore. So okay, we're 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 coming back. We're coming back from the nightmares. <laughs> oh no, how we pronounce the name of the shop is pretty nightmarish. Oh my gosh. Oh Alright, bring us home, Seven Blades. What did you bring? Hopefully it's not more nightmare fuel. <laughs> Have you? Do you all remember playing Resident Evil Village? Get to the end and meeting Heisenberg, and him offering you a chance to join him. Did you ever really feel like he was a good guy underneath it all, and you would no. say yes, and you want to join forces with him, fight Mother Miranda, and earn your freedom? Well, today I've brought you a body pillow of Heisenberg. <laughs> a little bit risky. <laughs> That is probably oh, the man. fucking Let's go. best oh. sales oh pitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a he's got now a corset. Can join for ninety five dollars even. Uh, oh, what God. the I'm fuck? Sleeping with that with my Claire jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he oh. have a corset and stockings? <laughs> Why don't you? Why not? Why, you <laughs> Why don't you? I <laughs> uh, Eisenberg can pull it off. Uh, three nightmares in one. He's the villain in the sheets. <laughs> or, uh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm not kink shaming. I just, I just can't even. on Etsy by Loading Crew Craft. I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> you could say thank you. <laughs> I'll say thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Act fast. There's only eight left. Uh, oh. oh my god! <laughs> you get a body pillow of Leon oh, and Heisenberg. Gonna use that. Ariel's gonna use that 100 percent to their advantage. Probably. <laughs> So what you don't know is I've already got it in my cart. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're oh you're oh you're buying the last eight. Okay. Uh, yes, all of them. 
I want it so nobody else can have it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I can read you a couple of the quotes here, even. Oh, let's go. All right, let's hear some quotes. Uh, literally, where has this been all my life? I love it so much. Five stars. Oh it God. came so quickly. I'm so excited. The quality is amazing, too. Five stars. Heisenberg Daddy shipped way faster than I expected. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Heisenberg Daddy. Well, you know what? Oh that God. there it is. There it is. My I mean, favorite part is somebody who just really likes uh, the show Breaking Bad. It was just like looking up Heisenberg body pillows one day. <laughs> <laughs> what the uh, fuck is this? Jesse. <laughs> And you know what Just the thing is? We need, we need to cook pillows. It's popular because there's only eight left. I didn't realize how much people liked Heisenberg I, for daddy material. It, it said there's only six left. Yeah, no, so, I, I, my, I so <laughs> many people love Heisenberg for daddy material. People are thirsting uh, over Heisenberg. I, I love his voice. Oh my gosh! I just I. <laughs> but would you throw Leon out the window for him? No, I want like a threesome. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> well, let me see if it comes as a package. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to move on now. Aaron's going to have nightmares for a week. Uh, oh, God. That's okay. I just took a voice clip of her saying that. I don't know what I'm going to use it for, but it's going to be fun for me. <laughs> oh my gosh all right well i brought something completely different um ariel did you ever want to be one of lady d's daughters (laughs) but i mean when they were alive well what if i told you you could and you would do it uh What if I told you you didn't have a choice? <laughs> I told you you didn't have a choice. Uh, so right now on Amazon, you can get uh, the entire the entire outfit. Uh, we're talking the the gown, the gloves, the necklace is everything right now for a whopping total of $51.99. You have uh, different sizes, uh, ranging from small all the way up to 3XL. And uh, it is premium material. It is uh, elastic satin fabric and is super comfortable and skin friendly. It apparently has a wide variety of occasions. (laughs) You can use this is what it says here. Um, not just Halloween and cosplay, but you can also use it for masquerades. <laughs> uh, oh gosh. So yeah, if you want it, you can get it right now for 51 bucks. Nah. nah. All right. Well, I tried. <laughs> she, just, she just spent all of your spare money on Heisenberg pillows. <laughs> That's where the number is dropping rapidly from. Ah, it all's coming <laughs> together now. That's where all the spending cash went. <laughs> you get paid in body pillows now, Ariel. 
<laughs> Soon you're going to be kicked off the bed, Aaron. What's going to happen is I'm going to buy this pillow and then I'm going to transpose my face on Heisenberg's body. <laughs> so when she she flips it over, she's like, son of a... Oh my god. You're so fucking mean. <sighs> anyway, we're at is the end of the show. The, is that going to be your next thing in merch, Aaron? Is it going to be you, you on a body pillow? That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to put myself on a body pillow. <laughs> Do you ever, do you ever wonder, see, hey, see, what it's like, like to have see, those safari can, lure casts in your bed? Well, worry no more. You can get all of us on a body pill. See now, you, I don't. The like, uh, see, Daniels would just immediately sell out. <laughs> oh gosh, I do my best. <sighs> well, that brings us to the end of the mid break, Ariel. Yeah. Every time. Yep. Yeah, well, I guess we should, you know, get to the end of the episode. I'm not falling for this shit again. For what? All right. Well, all right. Well, then I guess. Take a chance and roll on over to Fanroll Dice. And you can save yourself 10% by using our promo code AlmightyC10, which is ALL, Mighty, the letter C, and 10. Save yourself 10% off your purchase of dice, dice bags, dice trays, dice towers, lots of different dice things. They have different types of dice too, like gemstone and resin and metal and etc. All at a really good price. And on top of that, you can save yourself 10% off. Then you can just switch on over to Nixie Gaming. Use our promo code LOZLORE and save yourself 10% off a switch controller or different types of switch accessories like docking stations and whatnot. And they have a few different types of controllers to choose from. And their latest one is the GameCube controller for the switch. So go check it out and save yourself 10% off when you inevitably fall in love with it. Yeah, because it's Gucci, it's wireless, and it can uh, mount to the sides of your Switch, and you can play it that way. It's awesome. (laughs) I want it. Oh, wait, I have it. (laughs) Boom. Brag. Hashtag humble brag. Uh, yeah, you know. Well, can't hate me now because this is the end of the middle of the show. Boom. Well, welcome back to the end of the show. It's the end, Ariel. Yep. It's time to call it. Couple here. <laughs> We're not ending it until we hear from some more of our patrons so let's dive right into this <gasps> blades all right so for the top of the day i came up with a premise that i'm going to fill out for you guys and then you're free to fill in some holes and decide if you would rather this be like a movie or a game okay um for this, I'm going to say it's a set, not necessarily a full reboot, but partially rebooting Resident Evil. And so instead of sticking to the shadows entirely, they lied, cheated, murdered, and manipulated their way into complete control of, say, a small country. 
and the out and the uh, and have firm control over the borders to keep information from spreading out. Um, during this, they run a whole bunch of their the experiments with the with their various viruses or whatnot. Um, of course, the natural thing is there's a breach, and it starts spreading into the neighboring country. This neighboring country wants to defend itself, but is relatively woefully unprepared for this outbreak. In this, the situation is going to be, let's say, a group of hackers breaks into Umbrella's mainframe and starts stealing some uh, all of their research to create uh, a counter bioterrorism, which is uh, create uh, BOWs that effectively only target other BOWs. Um, and for the most part, the situation would work until. Until, like, uh, say, America gets involved and doesn't understand the situation and begins fighting the uh, the hackers or the country because they only see BOWs and weakens them their position to the point where the outbreak um, goes further than they can control. Um, during this, and they're in, let's say, their last stand, they combine all of what they've created and all of the research on the viruses into some sort of mega BOW that hunts down the other uh, other strains as much as they can and constantly involves itself. This gets out of a hand, it needs to be destroyed. So for this premise, I want to ask where, like, uh, whose perspective would you prefer this to be? A, a villain? Uh, a hero from the government? From one of the a group of the hackers? Uh, or just a random citizen within all this. Uh, what would you enjoy this as a more as a movie or as a game to play? Because I've always found it weird that they didn't go into the route of creating BOWs that are specifically for hunting other BOWs. I mean, call me crazy, but that if it were a game, I could almost see that being like a real time strategy, which would be kind of, I think, weird, but kind of neat at the same time. Uh, yeah. Personally, I could see it that if cut into different chapters, like the, the an RTS would be a good way to do it in an overarching theme. I could also see it as a horror game if you're playing like as a civilian going between all of this with both Umbrella security forces, the government forces, um, so, and the BOWs all around, just kind of making a mass confusion of things. So almost like a new game of the outbreak of outbreak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in, in a sense, that would be right if you were playing as one of the survivors, or as like a. But a I feel like if you if it gave you gave if it gave you a choice if you wanted to be good or bad, like a, a game where you could play like good, bad, or neutral. If it gave you that choice, and it gave you, you can play multiple playthroughs of, and be, choose yeah, who I, you want. I, I, if you wanted to, like, say you were playing as some random no face there, and you assisted Umbrella, or assisted the U.S. government, or assisted your own um, home country's defense forces. You're starting to get into RPG territory there, and I don't know if Capcom can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this isn't necessarily about Capcom. This is more or less creating a premise that would be great to build upon, or great to put out there, not necessarily to be done, but for That's fair. discussion. If it was done right, I would... Love that. The, the RP, as far as the no name RPG, you you decide where you're going with this. Love it. 
Um, the only skepticism I have would be going towards the actual making of the thing. But I personally, something along those lines, I would prefer a game. I guess one thing I did have in mind is essentially one of the end routes would be Ada actually comes in and steals the uh, newly created virus that created the Mega B.O.W. And we don't know what she does with it. <laughs> because I would also enjoy a perspective from Ada again. It's just such a wild com- concept. I had like an hour and a half when I remembered that this is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry I didn't get to fine tune it out a bit, but I was kind of hoping that it would be enough. Don't feel bad. I figured out what we were doing when the podcast started. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts, Ariel? I think it would be a great game. I think what would be cool is if it was you came in as the U.S. government and like almost even a choice game. Like you get, you go through and you fight all these different BOWs from both sides. And then you have to decide which side you're fighting for and really by finding different like clues. You know how Resident Evil does. Mm-hmm. You're finding notebooks and journals and shit like that. And you get to piece your own, like what way you want to go type of side. I think that would be cool. And then, like, uh, you could have so many fucking BOWs with that. So many new ones and creative ones. And, like, you're solely fighting BOWs. At that point, you could even argue about not even having zombies in the game. Mm-hmm. Almost like a, almost like Beyond Two Souls or uh, Detroit Become Human. You know, I could actually see this game being a canon title in the RE series if it's spun in a way that makes it so this was the push when the US government came in to deal with this this was the push that caused the BSAA initiative to actually get approved this was like the final like okay this was the final fuck up to make us recognize that we needed the BSAA kind of placing it Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I guess I could also spin another or have another perspective to spin into this. Say you're one of the scientists creating BOWs on either side, and you're sending in teams to collect samples so you can create your own BOWs to send out there. Okay. Let's say if this was like to be multiple games just around a certain event. Yeah, you could. Yeah, this could be a huge spinoff. Yeah. And it being a spinoff means you could take it into kind of any genre, pretty much. Well, yeah. And people have been begging for an FPS RE for a while, and this could be like this could be a spinoff. Well, it could be the thing that initiates an, a spinoff of an FPS RE game that could be an RPG. Like you now, like this spins off into you actually being able to create your own BSA agent and going off and doing BSA shit, you know? I think an interesting twist on this too would be uh, similar to Prey, where you start out as just some guy 
and you can either go the route of the BSAA, all that funness, or side with Umbrella or whoever it be and start to get um, modified, for lack of a better term, and get certain BLW, BLW abilities. I was actually thinking about that myself. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. That sounds cool as hell. It's starting. To, it's like a mix of like, like a like the first person Call of Duty, but with like an RPG element. Because you're choosing and then making your own character, kind of. That would I feel like that would be fun. It would just be one of the like how Ma- Mango said. We don't know if Capcom's ready for that sort of thing. <laughs> I don't think Capcom is ready. I also think uh, this is this is another this is another hot takes by Mango. Um, <laughs> the the natural progression for something like that is always going to be MMO, and I think MMOs have become oversaturated to the point they all kind of suck. So I think it would need to, in my opinion, need to stay as an RPG, maybe co-op, but like three. No more than like, yeah, no more than four player. Yeah. I'd push it even further. I'd make it an eight player. Eight player? Mm-hmm. Because then you can make a squad. The, like team, team v team. Well, no, don't push it that way. The, the Too many. The way a lot of games are trying to approach things now are more realistic tactics. And if you get dropped into a zone to deal with this shit, you're going to usually be sent into a four or eight man squad. So I think it would be interesting that you'd be able to play up to eight players as a squad. Who has eight eight friends then? You're going to need AI that doesn't absolutely (laughs) suck. No, you don't even need that. You just have it programmed where it'll either be a one man lone wolf or you can go up to like you have it programmed for different styles of gameplay. So you can go all the way from one to eight, like one man team all the way up to a full squad. And then at that point, it'll it'll level adjust. Yeah, kind of. It'll level adjust at that point for your enemy AI. So you got eight man squad and you're going to get a shit ton of BOW. It's going to be like a full on war scene. And to add on to that, I would say having more or less players unlocks different settings to drop in. Say, like, if you do have an eight-man squad, you can go in as one of, as an, like, a umbrella security team or mm-hmm. as a United States Forces drop or the BSA. Uh, a. Yeah. Although, or if you were, like, one, you could start anywhere between as, like, a wounded soldier from a platoon that didn't quite make it out. Uh, and the, this would change, essentially, how you start in the game and your interaction with it, and depending on where you are within it. I mean, they do it in games like Ready or Not, and you know they've got some games out there right now that are that are worth a. They're good. They're worth a, you know a shot to play through. It's Ready or Not there. is hard as shit. It is hard as <laughs> shit. Uh, I mean, it's there. The building blocks are there. We're starting to yeah. push that way. You don't need these battle royale level games. We got like hundred players, and you don't need yeah. these MMOs because you're right. It is an oversaturated <laughs> market, but. I mean, like, for example, I can come up with eight people right now that I could drop in here. I can be like, hey, uh, Mango, uh, you know, Blades, uh, I could grab like a bunch of patrons and we can go do a patron game. You know, like, these are the games that. I, okay. I thought you were saying I could come up with playable characters. And you're like, <laughs> oh, no, Mango, God, I'm no. Like, play as me. Yeah. I'd be <laughs> like, oh, hey, because then I could be like, oh, hey, me, you Ariel. $400,000 in debt. It's all medical. <laughs> God, <laughs> Good <dude>. luck. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's things like 
that because I can, you know, you can, most people, you're not thinking about it, but you can come up with eight people that you will play with. I promise you, I try all the time. I can't get three. I can't get more than three people to play battle bit with me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, this. Okay, so I will say this much. This whole thing we just did actually took up the entire rest of the show. (laughs) It was a good premise. It was a good premise. It's great. It was a very good thought. Yeah, Capcom, figure some shit out. Get your shit together. Get it all together, put it in a bag. I don't care what you do with it, but Dude, figure it get, out. If you need voices, just get the entirety of all the patrons and all the people from the Resident Evil Lorecast. Just get all of us. There we go. We'll just get signatures. <laughs> get signatures. Everybody responds. I can do my that. Leon voice. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> my roommate from the other side of the house goes, no. <laughs> you're, not Leon, you're not Leon S. Kennedy. You're Leon B. Kennedy. Oh, you can... Even listening back to that, I was sitting here at work laughing my ass. I'll just be I'll just be Joe Kennedy, Leon's long lost cousin. <laughs> I was going to say like if you have like um Kea- Keon Lenity. Alternative costume. <laughs> you're Keon Lenity. That's who you are. That's it. Have your own alternate <laughs> costume, but with your voice. <laughs> I have no clue what any of those letters said. <laughs> I love it. I literally sat there when you were doing the reading. I I was working. And I'm sitting there trying not to die. And there's a teacher that's right in the hallway. And I'm like, please, please don't hear me. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, right. Everybody was happy with it. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody was happy. It needs to happen again. Oh, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I was like, that's, I hate the fact that you did that for Leon of all characters. But <laughs> if I, I had to, to say, I had to. Uh, I, pr- I practiced that my Leon voice for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Just for Ariel. Just for, Just for Ariel. I would say we'll put Catcom at the core of it to create a story, but then they should sell the license and open up the editing tools to multiple uh, companies that have at least something in the resume, and then some to indie developers to create multiple versions of games that revolve around this event. The problem that comes with that, though, are AAA titles are going to outbid the indie developers, and then they're going to come out with some bullshit. I'm going to war with AAA titles. I, I'm so tired of shit games. <laughs> right. Well, with all that being said, that's all the time we have. Thank you to our patrons for joining us and having wonderful topics to discuss with us. And uh, thanks, Daniel, for... You know what? Never mind. <laughs> on that note thank you all for listening tune in next week bye there thanks for joining us tonight on the Resident Evil Lurecast we hope you enjoyed it if you did tell a friend leave a comment and a review if you want to keep chatting with us about all things Resident Evil you can find us on the Robots Radio Discord you can also chat with us at RE Lurecast on Twitter Till next time Stay safe out there. And remember, we might have something that might interest you, stranger.